0: news kids i'm rose and i'm zara and together we're presenting this weekly podcast about what's going on in our world today each week we cover top stories across world news politics science technology entertainment and arts hello everyone this is zara
1: this week, we'll be bringing you the latest news on the pandemic, followed by a really interesting news story about how dinosaurs were wiped out. We'll also be talking about the illegal selling of parts of the Amazon rainforest. And we'll be reviewing the Iqbog by J.K. Rowling. Hello, we're going to begin with this week's pandemic update. This week, Queen Elizabeth encouraged people to get a COVID vaccine when they were offered one and said that hers didn't hurt at all. The Queen and her husband, the Duke of Edinburgh, received their first doses of the vaccine in January and said that she felt protected. The Queen said that she understood that being vaccinated could be a difficult experience for some people, but she urged everyone to think about other people rather than themselves than 18 million people have now had their first dose of the vaccine in the UK, which is about one in every three adults in the UK. Earlier this week, the UK Prime Minister announced a four-step plan to release England from lockdown. Scotland, Wales and Northern Ireland will set out their own approaches. One of the first steps will be reopening the schools in England on the 8th of March, which I'm sure lots of children must be excited about. In other pandemic news, this week Ghana became the first country to receive coronavirus vaccines through the COVAX vaccine sharing initiative. You may remember from our podcast last week that this is the scheme aimed at reducing the divide between rich countries and poorer countries which are unable to receive doses. Ghana, which has a population of over 30 million, was chosen as the first country to receive the free vaccines. The doses being sent to lower-income countries are funded by donations. The director of the WHO said that this shipment to Ghana was a major first step, but it was just the beginning. He said, we will not end the pandemic anywhere unless we end it everywhere. The final piece of pandemic news that I wanted to cover is that Professor Sarah Gilbert, who is a professor of vaccinology at the University of Oxford and one of the scientists behind the development of the Oxford AstraZeneca vaccine, said that a spray or pill version could eventually be developed to help children get vaccinated. She also thought that jabbing people in the arm might not be the best way to protect people against a virus that infects them when they breathe in, and it might be better to deliver the vaccine to the nose or mouth. I expect this is still some time away, as at the moment scientists have only just started vaccine trials for those under the age of 18.
2: Hi, it's Laurie here. I was really interested to learn this week that scientists have agreed on what killed the dinosaurs. After a lot of research and exploration, scientists have finally concluded that their extinction was linked to an asteroid seven miles wide that crashed into the Earth around 66 million years ago. A new study has described a new and important piece of evidence. The first detection of asteroid dust buried deep inside the site of the Suspect. Impact, which created a one hundred mile wide crater off the coast of Mexico. Since the 1980s, many scientists have agreed that it was most likely an asteroid that resulted in the deaths of all large dinosaurs and other large animals on Earth. But the evidence has only just now been discovered, as an 80 meter long section of the asteroid crater is able to tell the story of the impacts. At its base are rocks that show how water and wreckage rushed back into the crater after the asteroid hit. At the top is Iridium, which would have circled the world as dust before arriving back at the site no more than 20 years after the impact. Iridium is rare on Earth, but abundant on some types of asteroid. Professor Joanna Morgan of Imperial College London said it was now indisputable that the asteroid was the culprit. Hello, this is Isa. This week, a BBC
3: investigation revealed that parts of Brazil's Amazon rainforest are being illegally sold on Facebook. This is a big problem. The land being traded includes protected areas like national rainforests. And land is inhabited by indigenous People called Amerindians. Indigenous people are the people whose ancestors inhabited, which is now the country of Brazil. A long time before the European first reached Brazil, and many, many years ago, these people were often made to move onto a land called reservations to prevent conflicts with settlers. The plots of land are listed on Facebook's classified ads services and sometimes are as large as 1,000 football pictures. Many of the sellers admit that they do not have a land title, which is a document that proves ownership of land under the Brazilian law. However, they are still illegally listing the land for sale. The BBC filmed one seller who burned patches of rainforest to the ground so it is ready for farming which can really increase the price and just add to the deforestation problem. A lot of the adverts for land are from Rondonia, which is the most deforested state in Brazil's rainforest region. Facebook told the BBC that it was ready to work with local authorities, but it would not take action on its own. Environmental campaigners and indigenous groups claimed that Brazil's government will not intervene. The BBC reported that when it spoke to Brazil's minister of the environment, he said that President Bolsonaro's government has always made it clear that he has a zero-tolerance government for any crime, including environmental ones. However, lots of people in Brazil are of the
0: opinion that the situation has worsened under the current government. Hi, it's Rose here. I'm excited to bring you my review of the children's book The Ickabog by J.K. Rowling. Over the course of December and January, I read all 7 Harry Potter books and enjoyed them so much. Even though I've already seen the films, it was really interesting to read the books written by J.K. Rowling. There was so much more detail included and lots of other interesting plot developments that didn't appear in the films. Anyway, I enjoyed the series so much that I just wanted to keep going. Unfortunately, there aren't any more Harry Potter books, but it seemed like a perfect opportunity to read the Ichabog, J.K. Rowling's newest children's book, which I was lucky to be given for my birthday in January. I had in fact read some of this online last year, as during lockdown, J.K. Rowling started to release chapters from the books. J.K. Rowling had originally written this fairy tale more than a decade ago as a bedtime story for her own children and then had forgotten about the manuscript for many years. During lockdown, she decided to finally publish the story to help entertain children, parents and carers. So, what is the Ichabog about? The first important thing to say is, it has nothing to do with Harry Potter. But if you like Harry Potter stories, I think you will like the Ichabog too. It's a story about a magical kingdom called Cornucopia, the happiest kingdom in the world, where everything is perfect except for a mysterious myth about a Fierce monster called the Ichabog. Adults tell stories about the mythical Ichabog to scare their children into behaving. However, this myth starts to take on a life of its own, and when the king starts to be foolish and trusts the wrong people, all sorts of terrible events unfold. Two children try and save the kingdom and embark on a dangerous and scary journey. My favourite character is a girl called Daisy Dovetail because she is really bright, even though she has to do a lot of dangerous things. I don't want to say too much more and I really don't want to spoil the story for anyone listening who hasn't read it. It's a very easy book to read and I would give the book five stars. I would definitely recommend
2: it. That's all for this week. I hope you enjoyed our show and thank you for listening.